Hey everybody, welcome back to Finance in a Flash. This episode will be a little bit different as we are doing a Get to Know Your Host episode where Chip will be interviewing me, your regular host, Nick Faulkner, about my personal life, my background, how I got started in the industry, and what I've learned throughout my time as well as during the coronavirus pandemic. I think it's a great episode to kind of get to know your host of a podcast, hopefully the favorite podcast you listen to, and we really hope you enjoy it. As always, if you want to learn more about us, our company, or the podcast, go to beaconfinancialstrategies.com. And if you love the podcast, leave us a review on iTunes. And if you don't love it, just act like you never heard it. Anyways, we hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Let's go. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to Finance in a Flash. This week's podcast is going to be a bit of a switch in that normally Nick Faulkner uh, really takes the lead and drives our conversation about personal financial planning topics and issues faced in that area. Uh, Today, our discussion is going to completely center around Nick and his experiences in the financial planning industry over the last couple of years. So looking forward to this, and um, it's going to be a great show and and one that I'm sure you'll find interesting. So thank you so much for listening, and and let's get started. Uh, Hey there, Nick. First of all, how are things going? Hey, it's uh, it's going well. We are in fall season now in September. Football started, so I'm a little bit excited. I will say... um, you know, I've done a number of podcasts in my life, and this is the first one that I've ever been interviewed on. So it's a little uh, oh, pressure. It's a little weird. I've got the pressure on me then, and and you do too, uh, by the way. But yeah, football season's great. Thank goodness we're at least having some semblance of uh, fall sports, and um, you know who knows what's gonna how it's gonna end and what that might look like. But uh, nevertheless, I, I've really enjoyed NFL and some college games so far, and so let's keep it going. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I really hope it does keep going. Yeah, and I guess that's a good segue into talking about you a little bit. I mean, one of the things that we enjoy uh, our uh, having conversations about at the water cooler when we were able to kind of go <laughs> into the office was sports, and, and that's a big part of our uh, daily life and one that we enjoy. But why don't you get and tell us a little bit about, about yourself, Nick? Like, uh, where are you from? Where where'd you grow up? And that sort of thing. Yeah, so um, so Beacon Financial Strategies, everyone knows, is in Raleigh, North Carolina. So I grew up about an hour south of here in Pinehurst, North Carolina, which is known for the U.S. Open or golf. And I really didn't start playing golf till I was like a sophomore in high school. Uh, I just played baseball and basketball growing up. And then, so spent my entire childhood until I was 18 in Pinehurst. And I went to UNCW, University of North Carolina at Wilmington in 2014, graduated in 2018. I went in, wanted to do sports marketing. I love sports and my dad and my uncle owned a marketing company. So I thought maybe that was a deal. Turns out I hated marketing and I took an intro finance class and I really liked it and I was good at it. So I was like, oh, you know, we'll go this route. <laughs> and I really stumbled upon wanting to do personal finance or financial planning around my junior year of college and that it was, you know, you got to deal with numbers, you got to deal with finance, but you also got to deal with people and that I'm not staring at a spreadsheet all day, every day. Some days maybe, but not, that's not the majority of our job, I would say. Um, So that's kind of where I landed on that. But um, I guess a little more personal um, things about me. I lived in Thailand for three months uh, after my junior year of college. I love every sport. 
I know Chip hates it except soccer. Honestly, sorry, Chip and uh, <laughs> John, a guy in our office who's a professional soccer referee. Um, but yeah, I play a lot of golf and started to play some tennis and basketball and like to go to the gym. And so, yeah, that's really when I'm not working or podcasting, I'm probably playing a sport. And, and the pandemic has helped or hurt your golf score? Definitely helped. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's that's one of the f- bright spots from the pandemic. If there is, if that could be said, it's the bright spot. Yeah, I played with Nick a couple of times, and guys, he is he's the one that you want on your scramble squad for sure. <laughs> he uh, uh, hits a great long ball, and so that's uh, always important and uh, a fun guy to play with. He is very competitive, though. I'll tell you that he he <laughs> likes to win, which doesn't matter. It it's, doesn't. It's not hard to beat me, but, um, you know, he, he likes to win. I'm trying to get him to, um, you know, be focused on his handicap, and uh, that, that'll make him more competitive every time he plays. So anyway, um, wh- how about uh, talking a little bit about where you are in your career, Nick? What, where are you right now? What um, are you doing? Uh, what is your really your job role here at Beacon? And then uh, what, what is most interesting yeah, so my official job title is portfolio administrator. So, and me and Chip work closely as it pertains to investments and our clients' portfolios and rebalancing and things of that nature. I really, I guess I would say my main role is to focus on our client portfolios, make sure, you know, their cash targets right, their uh, asset allocations right, or their, you know, cash withdrawal needs being met or their deposits that they invest in their accounts that need to be um, invested. And I would say that's the majority of my job. My time is monitoring our clients' portfolios as well as their held away accounts at times as well. But also I think it's kind of progressing into the, um, I guess, support role. And as far as like, I don't know if we don't necessarily call it junior financial planner, but I am starting to get my CFP to be a certified financial planner, which I'm currently... um, I'm about to pass my, hopefully pass my sixth class out of seven and then take the exam sometime relatively soon. So I think it's progressing to being a, um, a lead advisor. Um, but I guess, you know, I've been doing it just a little over, working here a little over two years now. Two years, yeah. So that's where I'm at and that's hopefully where we can go. Time goes fast, doesn't it? I mean, it's hard to believe yeah. it's been two years and, um, I, I, I can tell you this, it's, um, we kind of move at a pretty fast pace and um, you, you really see a lot of things happen to people in a very short period of time. And I know um, you could probably say that uh, for sure. I mean, we talk about that, you know, how, how a lot has changed in two years. And, and really, you know, in the beginning of your career, if you're like me, you kind of realize early on, my gosh, there's a lot that I don't know. And I, I don't know if you feel that way, but I, I distinctly remember that when I first started in the industry. And, um, you know, maybe you could just kind of speak to that, like that feeling of, you know, overwhelmed, uh, being overwhelmed a little bit, maybe at the things that are, are not necessarily unknown, but you just hadn't had a lot of experience. And uh, but I'll tell you, you learned quick, right? So and going through the CFP and all the classes that that involves has helped quite a bit. Yeah. So um, I think something that's uh, that's different that um, a lot of firms don't do, or you know, places that I've potentially interned in the past, where I worked uh, my senior year of college, the first semester I worked at a insurance company. Um, 
that I guess they can be called financial advisors, but I didn't necessarily like um, that business style of you're a seller to people that don't necessarily need things that you're selling. And that wasn't really what I was into. Um, but as far as, you know, learning a lot, it's definitely a lot at a firm like this. You know, we do estate planning, tax planning, education planning, investments. You know, it's it. there's so much that goes into all that stuff that it's impossible to know just like coming right out of school or even in two years. I mean, it takes time to really, I mean, you know, I've learned a lot and I feel like I know a lot, but at the same time, there's still so much to be learned, which is why, you know, I did have a background in, you know, insurance. Like I have my, all my insurance licenses, you know, health insurance, life insurance, long-term care, Medicare, and things of that nature. So I was kind of briefed in that a little bit. Um, and I was interested in investments, but as you know, there's a lot to learn as far as, you know, comprehensive financial planning. We're talking about what is a tax return. Let's file a tax return. What's an estate? What's a trust? Like, you know, all those different entities, what's the 529 plan, what's the Coverdell ESA, you know, the, all those things that weren't taught to me just in basic finance in college, you, you know, those terms are thrown around every single day at work. So it's kind of like, and I'm a person, like I said, I'm competitive and I like to know things when I don't know things, I get kind of frustrated. Um, so it's definitely been, you know, a challenge in that I thought it, you would go in like, okay, it's mostly investments just based off what I've learned in the past, but it's actually so much more than that once you get into it. It is. And I think one of the things that our firm is um, really has an, a focus on, not just for, um, you know, you, Nick, but also everyone. I mean, I'm uh, in the same boat. I mean, the rules change, the laws change, the everything changes and is update, update. So you really have to work hard uh, to stay abreast of all these changes so that you're prepared to handle anything that comes up for clients. And so it's just so, uh, it's such a fascinating industry. And it's not like you can, you know, uh, go to school or take the CFP and then you, you've arrived. It's kind of like you have to constantly um, hone your skills and, and study and listen and be curious and that sort of thing. And that's one of the things that really um, we identified Nick early on as having those attributes that we like um, and people uh, who can help our clients. And so um, kudos to you, Nick. You've done a, a great job. And I know that as our clients have been working with you, they notice your um, your stamp on things for sure. And um, we look forward to that continuing on and uh, as you progress in your career. You know, I know that, um, I know before the podcast, we talked a little bit about um you know, what has happened over the last two years and how things have changed. Um, how did you think that the industry has changed in general, or do you think cl maybe clients, their mindset has changed a little bit coming out of the pandemic? What, what are your thoughts there? Um, so really over the last two years, um, I've learned a, a lot in the fact that this industry is way more personal than I thought it would ever be. I, I think that I thought the majority of meetings would be based on, you know, someone's financial scenario, which that's the base of the meeting. But I didn't realize how close and how you know personal you would get with clients, which is what I personally love. I know I had an internship when I was in Wilmington in college. And one of the bosses of my internship said, you know, looking back on it, I wish I who was a financial planner, I wish I would have had a double major in psychology and 
finance because you really just learn, you know, so much about someone when they're kind of giving you the details of their life or their, you know, financial statements, a lot of personal thoughts, feelings, emotions come out during that time. Cause I mean, let's face it, money, you know, I think it's the number one reason for divorce. There's, you know, a lot of anxiety around things like that. And I didn't necessarily realize how much I think emotional weight and personal situations came into something like that, which I think is an awesome place to be where I feel like here clients, you know, trust you and Aaron and us so much when it pertains to that, that they, you know, confide in us and a lot of, in a lot of things. So I think that's something that's been very, um, I think cool to learn and cool to see, um, that, you know, people do trust us that much, which is very important when you're, you know, dealing with someone's livelihood essentially. And yeah, I think, yeah, you can go ahead if you're going to. Yeah, I think, I think definitely you're right about, I, and I'm glad that you reminded me about that because it's something that you kind of take for granted. I mean, you get to know these people that, that you work with very intimately. I mean, you know what they're, you know, their kids have learning disabilities or you know that their parents are struggling at a uh, long-term care facility and you know how they that makes these clients feel. And so it really is a, a very personal relationship that you have with people that's founded on, uh, you know, uh, the foundational element is finances, but it's so much more than that, I think. But And that's what makes it fun and interesting. And for people uh, like us who we like the numbers part, but we also like uh, the enjoyment of helping people, and I think it's just such a, a great career to to uh, to be in. And it's not always easy, for sure. I mean, just like any occupation, and we've kind of come out of a stretch of time uh, where you know I know that I've remi- I reminded you uh, several days. Hey, you need to take pictures of your the news headlines. You need to create a folder of all of these um, headlines that you see. You need to think about how you how you feel and the stre- the stress levels of this. I mean, you you know, it's awful hard to go home and unwind after a day um, where you've spent all day on Zoom calls talking about, you know, uh, the, the people's livelihoods, what they think of their livelihoods is just um, crumbling, it seems. And, um, you know, even though that's uh, a little bit of an embellishment, but I mean, that's the way people feel. And so uh, that part has has to be, have been a little bit of a surprise just to see that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we can kind of go into the, that and the point you said earlier. I don't think, you know, going coming out of my second year, going into my third year in the business that I think, you know, there'd be a worldwide pandemic um, that would be going on. But um, I think it definitely adds to, in a way, to the credibility of people like me who are young in the profession and a lot of my friends that are in the financial planning profession as well. It's like, you know, I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, from the outside in, look, you know, what is, you know, what's this kid, what does he know? Like he hasn't gone through, you know, the Great Recession 2008, 2009. You know, I was in high school, um, you know, freshman of high school. And then you go, you know, fast forward to now, it's something that, you know, most people in in the world have never experienced. And I think, you know, like you said, there wasn't like you couldn't go home and unwind because work was was home. Like, you know, we were working from home and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, dealing with, you know, we had what, like maybe four or five meetings a day for the first couple of weeks while we were transitioning to go home. And then, you know, like you said, we were listening to, you know, helping our clients out listening and being there for them, but also is like, it's hard to unwind after that. Cause it's like, you don't really change locations and you're also dealing with the same things as well. So I think it's definitely, definitely 
caused me, you know, caused people to learn fast in times like this and that it is super difficult and it is going to get better and it's short term, but you just kind of have to keep telling yourself that until you actually see it happen, I think, which is a lot harder said than to be done. I think it's, you know, it's, it's a hard time for everyone, especially when you're comforting other people and you're going through that every day, but then you're also like, okay, well, I need to comfort myself too. It feels like at yeah, times. Absolutely. And, and, you know, when we tell our, everyone on staff, you know, this is, um, a temporary situation. It's going to happen from time to time. You know, be there for your clients and reassure the best you can. And we have a arsenal of tools. I mean, we talk as whenever, but even before this uh, recent uh, decline, stock declines had happened, we had we were coaching our staff that as this is what's going to happen at some point. Here's the things we need to remind clients about. And uh, we're lucky, and I think, Nick, you'll agree with this, and that a lot of what we are doing for clients and the recommendations we're giving are 100% grounded in financial planning. So, and that's the big thing, I think. And, and maybe that's a, something you can speak to, Nick. What, what, how do you think the integration between planning and investments and tax, how all of that kind of meshes together for a client's benefit? Yeah, I mean, one, I think, you know, I, I don't mean, not to be harsh, but I think any dummy can put their money into a Vanguard S&P 500 index and just kind of let it ride out over time, you know? And I think that's where I think a lot of companies oversell, and this is coming from where my job is solely dealing with investments, uh, can oversell the fact that, you know, we have this great investment strategy, we do this and that, but I think the real... Uh, the real key points what we've talked about in earlier podcasts is one, like, first of all, knowing your risk tolerance and what uh, return you need to get to have an attainable, you know, retirement plan. And I think that's the main key that we look at first is like, what's the retirement plan look like? What are your tax plan look like? And those to me are so much, I don't know, maybe you can correct, can correct me on this, but there's so much more beneficial to a client than maybe uh, selecting a mutual fund with uh, cutting edge technology and determining the winners and losers of the 2021 investment cycle. Yes, I don't know, right. like that, yeah. that just, um, I feel like there's way more um, emphasis on planning and planning than I ever thought was possible based on my past internships, schooling, past jobs. Like the emphasis on planning and taxes are so much more beneficial to someone than, you know, choosing the right mutual fund or focusing on investing. And I might have gotten away from the question that you asked, yeah. but I think that's exactly it. I mean, I think um and it's good to have new people who come in and and their eyes, you know, light up and say, gosh, I didn't realize it was um this is kind of what, what we're dealing with here. I mean, you can, like you said, I mean, you can uh, identify a reasonable investment strategy, and that's a big component of what we do. Uh, and it's, you know, keeping cost low and tax efficiency high and all those things. But it's really making those, helping people make those strategic decisions, you know, which account to pull money out of, when to take Social Security, all of those other things that I think takes um, a little bit extra. It takes quite a bit extra, honestly. And so, you know, I think that's an important realization probably that you had and, and one that I had too early on in my career. And I remember that distinctly. 
Um, so I think that this has been a great episode, Nick. Thanks. Thank you so much for, you know, sharing a little bit about yourself and, and personally. And um, I think it's important for people to, to get to know everyone on staff. And, and, um, and you have been great at um, and, and really instrumental on helping us. We, we did a major software upgrade on the investment side, and Nick has um, really spearheaded that, and we're so much more efficient and better off for, for his contribution there. And, and even uh, more so going forward, he uh, has a very good uh, complimentary way to, to consult with people, and um, you know he's just a, a, a fun guy to talk to. So, Nick, we appreciate your, your contribution, and I know the clients do too. Yeah, it's uh, it was fun. It was a little weird uh, to be on this side of the microphone, but I didn't uh, I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let you take over the reins next time. I, I think that um, I, I do better as the, uh, uh, the the person who gets the questions asked as opposed to the the other way around. So, anyway, thank you guys for joining us today on uh, Finance in a Flash, and look forward to seeing you next time.